You turn your Bible to 1 Corinthians 15, beginning in verse 51. Today is Memorial Day weekend, and all across America, people will be meeting in cemeteries and in churches and in city halls, honoring and thanking God for our people who have fought the nation's wars and our loved ones who have gone to be with the Lord. Rudyard Kipling, many years ago, wrote a poem named The Recessional. God of our fathers known of old, Lord of our far-flung battle line, beneath whose awful hand we hold dominion over palm and pine, Lord God of hosts, be with us yet, lest we forget, lest we forget. The tumult and the shouting dies, the captains and the kings depart. Still stands thine ancient sacrifice and humble and a contrite heart. Lord God of hosts, be with us yet, lest we forget, lest we forget. For called our navies melt away, on dune and headland sinks the fire. Lo, all our pomp of yesterday is one with Nineveh and Tyre. Judge of the nations, spare us yet, lest we forget, lest we forget. If drunk with slight of power, we loose wild tongues that have not thee in all. Such boasting as the Gentiles use or lesser breeds without the law, Lord God of hosts, be with us yet, lest we forget, lest we forget. Memorial Day is originated in the southern states and was copied scatteringly and on different dates in some of the northern states. It was observed as an occasion of decorating the graves of soldiers killed in the Civil War and to also remember our loved ones who have gone. On May 5th, 1868, General John A. Logan, Commander-in-Chief of the Grand Army of the Republic, issued an order appointing May 30th of that year for Grand Army services in decorating the graves, choosing that day as being the date of the discharge of the last Union volunteer of the war. Scripture makes much of memory. In Proverbs 10:7, the memory of the just is blessed. Malachi 3:16, a book of remembrance was written for them that fear the Lord, that thought on his name. One of the early church fathers wrote, memory is the cabinet of imagination, the treasury of reason, the registry of conscience, and the council chamber of thought. Wiggins said, if you make a child happy now, you'll make them happy 20 years hence by the memory of it. And all of us can remember happy days of childhood. Wilm Copper, that great songwriter, it is awesome thought that nothing is ever forgotten. Not an oath is ever uttered that does not continue to vibrate through all time in the wide spreading current of sound. Not a prayer is prayed 
that its record is not to be found stamped on the laws of nature by the indelible seal of the almighty will. And so today in Flanders Field, in Arlington Cemetery, in the Fairview Cemetery here in Bowling Green, at Normandy Beach in Korea and Vietnam, Okinawa, Iraq, Afghanistan, all around the world, their loved ones who have been taken in death. Many of you and some of our people in our church have had loved ones go off to war and never come back. We need to pray especially for those who are fighting now. One of our young men, Michael Basham, left yesterday for Iraq. I got to talk to him on the telephone just before he left. I told him our church would be praying for him. On this Memorial Day that comes to our minds, the authority of resolution, the authority of remembrance, the authority of repentance and the rapture. As we think of these three things, I want you to think of how America was founded. Other nations were founded by gold seekers. Our forefathers came as God seekers. No longer able to tolerate the ancient kings of an old country where worship was prearranged, state churches were mandatory, and those who dissented or went back to the scripture were treated as offspring of the earth, off-scouring, were persecuted, hunted, jailed, imprisoned, sometimes killed. And so they gathered together and came. Francis Scott Key, who lived 1779 to 1843, wrote that beautiful song we sang a little while ago, Oh, can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail at the last light gleaming. What he was saying was that night, it was an awful war. The guns were firing. Flags were falling. They peered through the darkness. And the flag of the United States was still flying. As a result of that experience, he wrote our national anthem. I think today of soldiers at Bunker Hill, Normandy, Heartbreak Ridge, Iwo Jima, Okinawa, Korea, Vietnam. We dare not forget that some of the blights on our own national history, slavery, the terrible trail of tears when 17,000 Cherokee Indians were marched from North Carolina to Oklahoma, and our people had to repent but our past nation, we've made mistakes. We've failed God, but there's been a time of repentance and turning back to God. I remember during the war years of World War II, Franklin Roosevelt would have fireside chats. He would try to encourage the people. He sometimes would say, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. And then that great man, some despised, some loved, but he led us through the terrible war years and through the Great Depression. That man would pray. 
he would close by saying, God bless America. That inspired Kate Smith to write that beautiful hymn, God bless America, land that I love, stand beside her and guide her with light from above. Today, we would like to sing God bless America, but maybe we need to sing God help America, God revive America. With all our faults, America was founded not by perfect people, but by people who were guided by biblical principles. Our parents, grandparents, our great statesmen, George Washington, Patrick Henry, Thomas Jefferson. We think of these precious ones. I think of something Vance Havner said before he went to heaven. Vance Havner preached in our church several times. Here's what he said. America cannot go on insulting God. No nation is richer or healthier than its soul. By that standard, America is a sick land, an age that blames its sin on society instead of itself. Fed on movies from the gutter, reared on music apes would be ashamed of, a code of morals that eclipses Sodom and Gomorrah. Only one out of 12 goes to church. 15 million sex magazines are read every month by one-third of the people. More barmaids than college girls. Three times as many criminals as college students. A murder every 40 seconds. A major crime every 22 seconds. Every American ought to pray with Ezra. And I read this yesterday in a prayer meeting here in the auditorium. Oh my God, I'm ashamed and blush to lift up my face to thee, for our iniquities are increased over our head. Our trespass is grown up into heaven. Lord God, be merciful. Well, we think of the authority of remembrance. The noble example of our biblical principles and people who have been examples to us, like Abraham, called a friend of God. Joseph, who dared to dream and obey God. Moses, who said, who am I? And Gideon, oh my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor. I'm the least of my father's house. And the little maid who told Naaman about a man of God in Israel who could heal his leprosy. The powerful example of men who believed the Bible. Think of Abraham Lincoln. I believe the Bible is the best gift God has ever given to man. All good from the Savior of the world is communicated to us through this book. George Washington said, it is impossible to rightly govern the nation without God and the Bible. What would he say today? God help America. Daniel Webster, if we abide by the principles taught in the Bible, our country will go on to prosper. But if we in our posterity neglect the instruction and authority of the Bible, no man can tell how sudden a catastrophe may overwhelm and bury our glory in profound obscurity. The authority of resolution, our heritage, the authority of remembrance, godly examples. Last of all, the authority of repentance and the rapture. The scripture that was read a little while ago reminds us we're not at the end of history yet. 
In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, we also believe that those who sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not go before them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. And the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. We shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Remember the great light of God's love that reached across the dark chasm of our sin and erected a glorious causeway of grace to lead us to Jesus. Remember our blessed hope. The words of Jesus to his disciples the night before Calvary come to my mind today. They've been a blessing. I stood at the graveyard over Fairview Cemetery a few hours ago. I thought of these words, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And whither I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? And our Lord Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. If we once again accept that truth and promise, repent of our sins, all age groups need to repent. Our older people have handed down to the new generation a nation that is in deep trouble. Our young people today have forgotten all about our heritage and are so amused by Facebook and putting all kinds of silly things on their Facebook about themselves and putting pictures of themselves doing crazy silly things like they were doing all kinds of ugly, dirty things that they wouldn't do otherwise. All of it because of modern technology They've forgotten who they are. Remember, the act of consecration is canceled by one reserve. The act of consecration is canceled by one reserve. Whether we're at a beach, at a ballpark, in our own home, putting ourselves on Facebook and television, and we act silly and crazy, the act of consecration is canceled by one reserve. I thought I knew you, but what I've seen does not fit into the picture I knew of you. You see, America needs repentance. From the White House to the pulpit, from the Congress to the church, all across our land, there needs to be a spirit of repentance. 
God forgive, God cleanse, renew a right spirit. I'd like to encourage all of us to go home and read Ezra and Nehemiah, especially those sections where Ezra prays with tears and Nehemiah prays with tears. They learn while they're in bondage in Babylon that their homeland has been torn apart. Their temple is in ruins and they pray and they ask God and they come back to Jerusalem determined to rebuild and refashion but in doing it all there was a spirit of repentance. Except you repent you shall all likewise perish. Those in this congregation this morning who have never been saved God be merciful. When you come to the end, when you come to the end, there's no hope. I told our Sunday school class this morning about a man I talked with yesterday. He said, I used to go to church, but I quit all that. I invited him to church, said, I'm not interested, I'm not going to come. I said, well, one day you're going to die. What then? He said, I'll sleep. I said to him, sir, that's not what Jesus said. He said, I don't care what Jesus said. That's all too often the way of the world. I pray there's somebody in this auditorium who cares what Jesus said. My friend, don't throw away God's day of grace in your life. Open your life to Christ. Even now, every believer can repent, can say, Lord, I have gotten, I've slipped into some things that are on the periphery. I'm not where I once was. I'm not really out and out for Christ. I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying all the things I'm doing. Why don't you turn away from that? Turn back to God and let God have a chance in your life to influence somebody else. I believe the only way America can get back to God is individuals. How did the Great Awakening come? Most of you know the story. A man went to a place in New York City and prayed. He invited some others to come. Next day, two or three came. Then three or four, five or six, 10 or 12. After a while, there were 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100, 1,000. And revival began to come because one person yielded his life to the Lord. You've heard this story so many, many times in the past. Ronnie Hicks is not here today. He and Betty Joe are on a vacation. In 1961, 1960, at watch night, he knelt right over there and prayed, Lord, use me. In the spring of that year, we had a revival meeting. Harlan McGinnis was our preacher. We had a meeting at the Bowling Green High School. I asked Ronnie to introduce the evangelist. Ronnie was well known, he was a football player. He got up and said, I'm gonna introduce the preacher. Before I do, I wanna tell you what a heel I am. And that young guy, 17 or 18 years old, senior in high school, told everybody what a mess he had made of his life. 
But the other day, God gave him a purpose for living. At the end of the chapel, all the football guys were around him, hugging him. We announced the revival meeting. Later that week, our church would not hold the young people. One person, used by God, he quit the things he used to do. He quit the pool halls and the beer and all the other stuff that he was involved in. Many times I took a can of beer out of his hand. I went to the pool halls to get him out because I knew that wasn't where God wanted that young man. And then he sold out to the Lord and God began to use him. God can use somebody here today who's willing to say, I will be used by God. I'm going to put away all these foolish, silly, stupid things and I'm going to serve God. I'm going to be what he wants. And God could use you to start revival. Is there anybody here willing? God help America. Some of you young people do not know the great nation we've had in years gone by. This is the greatest nation on earth. We're in serious trouble. Sin is on the rampant. And people are laughing at sin, giggling at it, thinking it's nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, God hates sin, but he loves the sinner. If you're here today and you've never been saved, God loves you. He wants to come into your life and change you, but you have to let him. You have to open your heart and say, come in, Lord Jesus. Come in today, come in to stay. I yield myself to thee. And on this Memorial Day weekend, God could do something right here at Glendale. Can he trust us? Let's bow together in prayer. Our Father, we thank you that Jesus bore the sins of a whole world that day at Calvary. He who knew no sin became sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. We pray that someone here today who has never been saved will come to Christ, and someone else who has been God's servant in the past, has loved you and served you, will come back and get close to you and love you and serve you, be willing to pay a price to be different from the world. It takes somebody different to make a difference. Help us to realize that, Lord. We pray for America, beginning in our own hearts, in this very body here today. God, send revival. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Let's stand, please. The song says, without him we could do nothing. How true that is. So many times we try on our own, it doesn't work. Without Christ, we can't do anything. I'd like to ask you to yield to the Lord and let Christ have his way with you. Would you do that? There may be somebody who's been concerned enough to just come and kneel at the altar and pray for America. Pray for our people. Pray for our church. Pray for God's hand on this nation. Let's pray that God will do something to change. Can God use you to make a change in the people around you? Let's sing, without him I could do nothing, will you come?